What is up, YouTube? What is going on? Welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. My name is Chana, and with me is Joe, Aaron. What's up with the sleepy voice? So we're going to get on down with some smooth grooves today. All right. I'm going to turn my... (laughs) What is up? What is up, everybody? What's going on? All Hello, right. everybody. Oh, that sounds better. I thought it was yeah. some dedicated to you, Art LeBeau. <laughs> slow jam. We're going to do it slow. We're going to do it do some more. <laughs> I just watched a, a YouTube video. YouTube recommended this channel to me, and I watched it, and the guy just comes out swinging. He's like, hey, everybody. I'm like, oh, my Wacky God, dude. Flaily arm guy. Flaily arm guy. Wacky inflatable flaily arm guy. Wow. You got to have a signature open. Way too animated for me. I was like, I'm out. Peace. Like, whatever you're selling, I ain't buying today, dude. All right. If you had if you had no sense of pride, what would be your YouTube opening to get everybody's attention? I mean, I've, had, I've done thing. the wigs. I've done the wigs. So. Yes, yes. Well, I've done the wigs. Yeah. I don't know. And no, I'm just like it. Just it's too fake, right? Like I, I don't know, man. It's not authentic, and people can see right through. No, it, but so. no, but no, no. See, he said if you had no shame, just good. What would it no be? No shame. If you had no shame, what would it be? God, I'd probably open up with like a circus theme, like and I'd like like have somebody editing me, like juggling speakers. Today we're gonna talk about these speakers and. uh we're going to sell you speakers because I'm not even a reviewer anymore. I'm just going to say everything sounded lush, chocolate to bottom in, and if you turn them sideways, they sound even better. Hey, everybody, buy these speakers. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like this. Like, I, I got to watch this channel now. Like, this is going to be like, locked in, dude. <laughs> like, whatever this guy's about to say is about to be real. <laughs> yeah, you know it'd be hilarious oh, if you just start off like that, that crazy and then you just oh. went straight into the data i should but do that the same, keep the same voice same energy i told you guys like, that confused. one of these I'm days like, what i want to do is just yeah just keep it the red directivity index is great yeah, just, just, the whole time you're juggling the whole time <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's amazing Oh, that was no, well, I'm gonna take a nap now. I got my fresh hater Jay, but that's not even that far from my the real me. That's just no that just one version Jay. of me. I haven't that's seen fresh me. hater Jay in a while, actually. You need to bring him out. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring him out. There's got to be a good reason. So bring him out. Yeah. Bring him out. Oh, so what's up with you guys? What's up to the folks in the chat? I see Randall in here. I see Victor Boyd. Who else? Pile. That's right. Looking at the, the easy ones to see are the ones that are uh, members here because it's all highlighted. Oh, and it has a little hi-fi logo on there. So, yeah. Larry's here. Fred, I see you, Fred. Fred. Yeah, yeah. This guy. This guy. Oh, Larry's here. Master Juan's in the house. Uh, Billy P in the place to be. Some mm-hmm. guy named Joe and Tell. Hey. Nah. How? It reminds me of show and tell. I wonder. I don't know, right? Oh, yeah. Like he's trying to show something. Yeah. Hey, did you have And then he's going to tell on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My kids ask me sometimes, they're like, Are you famous? I'm like, No, <laughs> not really. Yes. And then yeah. sometimes I see, like, they'll, they're try, they'll try to look me up. What? <laughs> they'll Google yeah, they'll you? They'll try to look I'll... me up and see. I'm going to Google you now. What does it say? 
Yeah. Yeah. When you Google me, it's still the same thing. Aaron's audio corner divorce. <laughs> All right. For well. me, I think the first thing that shows up is that one grumpy face where I'm like just ranting on about like you know. <laughs> All right. Let's. Yeah. All right. That's what happens. Chana, you got it. You your thing is like you have another guy who's goes by Techno Dad, and it's kind of oh, like yeah. he's got some followers too. So he's got a whole kind, all kinds. Miss Mister Techno Dad. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna Google you guys. All right, let's see Did what happens. Go until or no tell. spaces. So that's the thing. Right, I can never it. remember. I'm gonna I do, do images. images spaces. Images, oh, look at all that! Right, look all at right. that cutie. Look at me. Yeah, look at that guy. Now this one that's like sinister looking. And this one's got like some Playmobil toys or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Who is this? That's Who's that bad. guy? It doesn't even look like you, Joe. That's you I'm not like 15 years ago, huh? Yeah, my, pa- look like my, my kids don't like it if I don't have like a like the same looking mustache. They're like, that's not you. All right. That's oh, yeah. Name. Techno yeah. dead. All oh, right. There's no telling what's going to pop up. That's Who not you. That? Hey, He's, there you are. Oh, that guy's, that guy's killing the game right there. See, I have, a space. Oh, I have a space. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Boom. But then, but then there's there's this this Technoblade kid who I oh. guess died, and they called his dad Techno Dad, so they oh. all think it's me. Oh no, kind of weird. Well, yeah. no. Huh. All right, we'll get off I guess of that. You change up, change up your name. Yeah, you got to change your name now. I got to change it. Sucks for you, man. I'll just add the D, the D Y, the D, add the D Y. Oh, Techno Daddy, <laughs> pull up Chano with the blue or green hair. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where those are. No daddy. Oh, those, are, those are easy to find. So uh, <laughs> my first anyway. year trying to get into CES, uh, a buddy of ours um, had a company that always goes. So to get me on the, you know, whatever, to get into CES, they had to make me an email, a business email, a business card, all this so they could send to, <laughs> to the company. And he's like, hey, man, I just picked up picked a picture off your facebook bro and I'm just like okay and it's me with like green hair like <laughs> long green hair i was just like of course of course he did thanks of course yeah why not <laughs> mm. oh how come i didn't google uh, mine because i just or somebody asked fred because <laughs> i already said the first thing that pops up for me is divorce I'm like i don't need to be reminded of that it's aaron <laughs> and his big d that's what <laughs> going through the big d and don't mean that Oh, yeah. so what's new with you guys? Anything new? You watch any movies? Any new shows? Mm. I have. Yes. I can't think of what they are. Mm. All right. We, we talked about. Uh oh. Oh, crap. Somebody's calling. They calling. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. I just watched a few things on Netflix. I still need to watch that Gladiators one, uh, American Gladiators one. Oh, yeah. You definitely got to watch, watch that. Uh, I watched this one that's like uh, How to Be Rich, and it started off all right, but then hmm, kind of like, nah, it's kind of weak, pretty weak. Mm-hmm. So I don't know Ooh. about that one. And then, and then just before the show, I watched one. What is it about? Like those cult leaders? You see that? I saw that. Oh. Yeah, like how to how to be a cult leader or something. I saw how that. How to become a cult leader? Yeah. Right. And of course, it's like tongue in cheek. They're saying like, "Hey, this is what you should do if you want to do this." cult leader yeah weird creepy stuff man you have to be you have to be a certain type of certain type of person to to want to do that yeah i know anyway yeah i know individual um uh you know what uh 
we were watching something called The Night Agent. Someone oh, said yeah. it was a I haven't seen it was it. a combination between 24 and the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sasha's like, like Whitney Houston's bodyguard? I'm like, <laughs> I, I would assume. <laughs> right. So uh it's actually not a bad plot. We're like a few episodes in. Um funny thing. Uh, I don't know if it's funny. It's weird. I got a new Roku for the bedroom, Roku Ultra. Got the mm-hmm. Roku Roku Ultra in the living room. And the bedroom one's getting Dolby Atmos. And the same settings on the one in the living room. And I'm not getting Dolby Atmos. I'm like, what's going on? Silliness. I know what uh, Joe's going to say. What? Toss those things away and get a shield. No, I like those. I like I like Roku. I like Roku because it's simple. Oh, dude, the UI. It's 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 just easy to get around. Yeah. And so like, if you don't want issues like you're you always talk about, probably the easiest one. Yeah. Apple TV is, you know, mm. a little bit more complicated, but it's it's fast. You know we, what I mean? We've gotten we've gotten <laughs> stuck in the search areas in the Apple TV. That's a problem. Like we can't get out to mm. like change the letters again. Like you can't, it's not working <laughs> no matter mm. what you click on the yeah. one silly remote. At least they have a bigger remote now. But uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the shield is it, it probably needs a hardware upgrade. That thing has been using the same chip for like, I don't know, like eight years. So it was like super fast when it came out. But now it's kind of like probably probably need a, an upgrade. So hopefully that happens. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Roku's good for us old people, though, he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I agree. Oh, dude, I uh, I set up an AVR for my aunt. Remember, you called them like oh, I'm setting up something. Remember, mm-hmm. Shana, yeah. you called me. Yeah. Anyway, they were using just kind of the built-in smart thing on their TV on the LG, like yeah. not the, not a super high-end one, right? So it didn't have like the Web OS. It was just like whatever. I don't know what it was exactly. Oh, it was just older. No, it was new, but it wasn't like the one that I've seen where it has all the angled. Oh, you know, they got rid of that one. Yeah. Anyway, thing was so Dude. slow. It was so slow. And so I just made me wonder, like, oh, if people are buying TVs because it's a smart TV. You know, like, oh, let's get rid of the old one, get a new one because it's smart. It's not that smart. Oh. That's what you're telling me. Man, it's painful. It's painful to use some of those apps. Like, you'll, you'll press the button, you'll be waiting <laughs> for something to happen. So, uh, you know, I think the, our audience already knows. If you're going to get a new TV, don't buy it for the smart thing. Just go buy a cheap Roku or something else. Spend yeah. 30, 50 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. It'll be way better of an experience than whatever's built into that. Yeah. Probably. Even the would you say even the high-end TVs, like, you know, don't have really that much processing power for, for the smart stuff that they do? You know, that's always like a a thing when you're reviewing the TVs, right? Mm. How responsive are all the functions menu, you know, when you hit, hit the buttons, like how long does it take? You know, uh, one, one of the things that, you know, the web OS you're talking about that brings up those little slanted mm-hmm. tiles. Yeah. That one was good because while you're watching something, you can look for something else mm. and the, your, whatever content you're watching is still there. But on the, you know, newer ones, you go to that home screen or you bring it up. Boom. It's a full, blockage of whatever it is you're watching now so that's you know definitely one of those things um but yes i always recommend and i've seen like you know um you know i'm in the denon avr groups the home theater groups on on facebook and there's so many times 
even just recently, um, people are talking about using the built-in TV apps and like, how come I'm not getting Atmos when I use my Apple TV? I get Atmos. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Just use the Apple TV. Go source AVR TV instead of the TV being the source. ER King. And then they get that. And then there's that whole, well, I can't, when I press volume up, I don't see the bar anymore on the bottom. You know, yes. Because the TV is the source. You're not going through the AVR. So you're not going to see the AVR bar, bar menu thing. Oh, okay. You turn, so there's, you know, there's a lot of things that would just, just go through the AVR. Just yeah, easier. Just easier. Yeah. Do everything through there. Yeah. What do you oh. use, Aaron? Use uh, any type of smart anything? He, like cast, he streams it on his phone and casts it. That's he exactly casts what it. I do. Actually, I got a I got a USB. It's a lightning cable to uh, <laughs> long AVR or AV. You know? so it's got the, the red, the white, and, and the, the yellow. yellow. Oh man. It just comes right out of my phone. Well, no, seriously, how do you how do you watch and say if you want to watch YouTube on your TV? Like what, Apple TV. What your... No, he's totally serious. Apple TV. Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. He just didn't want to say Apple TV. Yeah, I think he's awesome, man. I love it that works. thing. It just works. It just works. It just works. And it then works uh, exactly it, for what I need. The other thing is like it works so well if you have AirPods Pro or AirPods yeah. Max, like. Ugh. It's hard to go back to some normal like Bluetooth type of thing because I have like some Bluetooth uh, in ear, uh, you know, some some earbuds, mm-hmm. and like switching from one device to the other, it'll it'll connect to the previous one, and it's not smart enough to like, hey, I'm I'm using this, like stop connecting to that one. This is yeah. the one I want my, to connect uh, to. My AirPods Max, pretty pretty good with that. Like I'll be at work and I'll be doing stuff on my laptop, and then I'll pick up my phone and then it says switched. And then oh yeah, that's what I mean though. So they have that whatever something chip, some kind of chip uh, in there that allows it to switch. Um, and it, it just does that perfectly on, you know, if you have an iPad, your iPhone yeah. and then Apple TV, it just it just it asks you, you want to use this instead? Like, yeah, I do. It so, just works until it doesn't. Mm, yes. it, yeah, it works until it doesn't. 60 percent of the time it works every time. All the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and that is one of the things like I was doing. I was like, um you know, doing this new uh, Atmos mix, uh, working on it at work, and I'm using my AirPods Max, and I'm like, why am I not hearing anything move around? And it's because the battery started dying, and so, like, I was just getting, like, the whole spatial stuff just wasn't happening. I'm like, what is that was like Garbage! Garbage! I put in some regular headphones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's well, interesting. Man, I don't know where I heard this. Well, go ahead. What are you saying? I said you plug your headphones in? Yeah. Three and a half millimeter? Mini Jack, Dong. I got. I'm living that dongle life, buddy. He's dongle baby. What'd you call it? I I don't know where I heard it, but somebody said that there was a, some kind of study where if you have, you know, let's say a product and it has some basic features, but all of them work, then the satisfaction. I think it was in the after show. I think it was Matt who's mm. saying like they found that, you know, you're if everything works, you're pretty happy, right? The satisfaction is high, but if you come out with a product. With all the same features plus some, but those features don't really work all the time, then the satisfaction actually goes down. So it's almost like it's better to come out with a product with no issues rather than trying to come out with a product with more more features, but some of them don't work all the time. That's more frustrating. Or, or, or the firmware update promise. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you'll get uh, 4K 120 um, and Dolby Vision and all that in an update. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, 
I guess we can hear Tim. Here, let me create a banner. Uh okay. uh huh uh huh uh. Now supporting in game Dolby Atmos. Boom! New update for the Sony PlayStation Five for for real. This is what we're mm. talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. How many years after it's been released? Yeah, Mine's so over there final. collecting dust. PS5 now supporting in-game Dolby Atmos. Wow. Welcome to three years ago. <laughs> oh, both his Vizios, which work great, but randomly rebooting. Yeah, that's a... Can't be rebooting. But that's also why my Magic Beans is taking so long, because I don't want any issues. Like, I don't want somebody to mm-hmm. be like, oh, I spent all this time and... You know, this one thing doesn't work because they're going to be annoyed, you know, and they're probably going to be like, ah, this thing sucks. Garbage. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. It's just, it, yeah. it's, you know, it didn't work because of this and that. Like, I don't care. Didn't it's work. It's not working for me. Too bad. Therefore, it doesn't work. Yeah. You get one Therefore, shot. I want a refund. You get one shot. Do uh, not miss a chance to blow opportunity right. comes once in a lifetime. Yo, yo. that's right. <laughs> yeah. So did you guys see the fight, by the way? No, no, I didn't see the fight. So him and him got in a fight. Terrence, yeah, Terrence M&M Crawford, versus Man, like I said, Papa he, Doc. He came out with Eminem. Yeah. That's why he came out yeah. with Eminem. Like, lickety, lickety, yeah, Lotto, lickety split, yeah. T-shirt screaming, Lotto, I don't fit you. <laughs> Looking like a cyclone hits you. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, oh, awesome. Fight. If you're a boxing fan, you know what's up. That thing that was like. Amazing. Amazing Okay, so without any, I mean, is it spoilers or okay? Ah, dude, it's over. Okay, yeah. So, um, quick fight, long fight. It was just an awesome fight. It was. It was just long enough because I was hoping it didn't end too quick. You know? Yeah. Because you pay that ninety bucks or whatever for pay per view, and I'm like, I want, I want to see a little bit. And then towards the end, I was almost like, this is enough. You know what I mean? This is a little bit. Feel sorry for this guy at this point. Um, but yeah, if anybody watched it, that thing was crazy. Uh, I didn't get to watch any of the UFC ones, but yeah, as far as the boxing, it was awesome. Oh yeah. But what I was saying earlier about magic beans is just, uh, yeah, I think this month will be the month where I'm going to start emailing the folks who signed up for the beta and going to be picking and choosing, but keep an eye out in your email because this should be the month. Yeah. This is the month beta testing is going to start. I'm saying that right now. Oh, yeah, it took took a while and I'm comfortable enough. I'm comfortable enough with the progress. I know it's not going to be perfect still, but it's to the Mm -hmm. point where I'm comfortable letting people try it out and see. So look out for that. Um, Is it is it different than the um, than the version I have? Yeah, there's there's probably been like five versions, five updates. You know, I'm, I'm stuck in the past over here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, the way we kind of have it set up is if you've done a calibration with it before, if we update it, you'll still get the benefit. Like you don't have to go and recalibrate your whole system again, Mm. because that's the thing I don't want to do is I don't want people to spend a bunch of time calibrating it. And then a new one comes out like, oh, sorry, we had a mistake and you have to redo it over. Mm. I don't want that. Um, So, yeah, that. And then also on August 12th and 13th, I'm going to have the little local kind of meetup. So I posted on my channel about that and um, yeah, just kind of get cool. together showing off some, uh, you know, a few systems. <laughs> I have some stuff that I need to sell. 
that just been hanging out in the garage. Maybe some extra subs. Maybe a pair of Sound A52 Plus. I don't know. I don't know. Might have some nice stuff. You know, some some nice floor standing speakers. You know, stuff that takes a lot of uh, space. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. I need I need to get some get rid of some of this stuff. You know, I think I have a mini DSP DDRC 88A. I'm not really using that at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll make a list and then send it send it out to everybody. But yeah, it should be fun. Monolith has they sent me an extra set of those audition series, like five like five speakers from the audition series. I'm like, I already reviewed these. They're like, uh, give them away then. All right. There it is. Oh, look, sure. somebody yeah, said I'm enough. interested. I live in Downey. Look at that. There it is. Yeah. You know, it's going to be in Downey. So, oh, he wants Joe a demo. And time there spot. it is. Uh -oh. Joe and Sell. Joe and Sell. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's that's what's up. So, 12th and 13th, it'll be a Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Tim right. is going to be around. So, it's my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, remember? Yeah, well, yeah, it's your birthday. I think you're going to be somewhere else, though, right? You have a thing. Yes, yes, yes. I will be. Um, I will be in in Fort Wayne, Indiana, over at Sweetwater, attending Adobe Atmos Masterclass. Uh oh. With Grammy Award, somebody. I don't know. Well, you screwed up. You should have been at my event. So. Yeah. Have fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. It'll be interesting. I know what's gonna happen. You're gonna come back. Like, now, hopefully, you learn something. All kidding hopefully. aside, I hope, I hope you learned something. I learned something. What I don't want you to come back like, oh, these guys, these guys. If you start off like that, I already know. Like, oh, these guys, they think. Uh, he's, oh, man. Here he goes. Here he goes. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm going to have, have a little event. Should be fun. Two days. And maybe uh, somebody asked if I could, like, stream some of the Magic Bean stuff or maybe kind of, like, mm. show people's reactions. Maybe that would be cool. I don't know. We'll see. Oh. We'll see. You, so, should, yeah. you should stream your negotiation skills. Like when somebody wants to buy something, you're like, mm -hmm. no, bro, $500. And then <laughs> you're like, like that Russell Peters stand up. Oh, no, dude. Be like, <laughs> I give you 200 bucks. You'd be like, I will. And you'd be like, no. Smack you. I sell you $200. I close shop today. I'm actually not. I'm actually not good at uh, negotiating like that. Really? No, you just gotta have a number, and you gotta stick to that number, and that's it. I just say, I just ask the person. So, what's your walkaway price? Like, what's the price where you're like, nah, I don't want it anymore. And then I ask them, like, what do you think is fair? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if they say something ridiculous, I'm like, you think that's fair? Like, man, you, you must not think very highly of me. That's not, that's hey, not Angela, cool. is this the only day Joe remembered? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You better put some ice on that one, man, because that's got to burn. Oh, oh all right. get some cream for that ass. It's all uh, right. <laughs> then blurts out. Yeah, man. Or or maybe I'm actually excellent in my tech. My tactic is I tell you that I'm not very good that's at it. part of it. Yeah, okay. He's playing dumb. It's, it's, a, big, it's a big move. So that's yeah. for you to decide. He's tricking yeah. everyone. Yep. It's all a hope. <laughs> That's for you to decide. <laughs> I left oh, it all out good. there. You know, it could be one of the two, or it could be a third option I'm that gonna, I don't even he's know. He's gonna about. keep you guessing. Yeah. Uh, yeah so should be should be fun. So keep keep an eye out on my channel. I'll probably post something and kind of do like an invite. 
I don't want it to get too crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have Chana there, so yeah, it doesn't have to get dude, too you, crazy. Dude, I had all these like like I was just like, oh, I can I can tell these people to come and DJ, these people to come. I'm like, shit, how many how big is this place? I'm like, we're gonna have like people like a couple hundred people there till like two a.m. I'm like, what's, yeah, what's I'm going not, on? Crazy. If we wanted to get crazy, we would get crazy, but this is not that event. You want to get mm-hmm. let's get I'm gonna keep it on the low. Yeah. Just just a little uh just a little meetup. So we got some folks yeah. coming around. Um so yeah, it, it should be fun. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Be a nice way to get rid of some stuff too. Like, get it yeah. off your plate. Yeah. Hopefully you're able to sell some things. And the good thing is they can hear it. I'll say, hey, you know, yeah. check it out, make sure it works. Right. There's a little scratch right there. You know. Yeah. So should be Are okay. you guys in the after show chat just chatting it up here on the side too? What is that? Is that what I'm getting oh, maybe. about? Maybe. Oh. Is that what they're saying? Scott Baller in there. We have a, a separate after show chat. So if you're interested in getting in on all this craziness, we got a we got a good little group. Like so. all week long. I'll wake up in the afternoon. Oh man, I it takes me like an hour to catch up. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe I'll pass. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get is. Joe's. I'll get Joe's notes on it later. Uh, bit.ly. Oh, dude, can we just? Yeah, go ahead. Just copy it. I know. <laughs> this is, I, is, I can't uh, even like reading it. I don't like reading it. It's got to hide maybe it. Maybe I need to get Nate. Why don't you make a custom link with your nice little special link thingy? What are you talking about, bro? Oh, well, uh, you got the, you got the special link thingy. Okay, yeah. yeah, there it is. Uh, what is keeping up with the Jones? says, I think Jones definitely can sell ice to an Eskimo. He's very quick thinking and has excellent talking points. He always tells people what's in it for them. Oh, well, yeah. Ike's in here too now. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think I think the secret to selling is telling the truth. And listening to the other person, big. I think big I think surprise. listening. Just listen to what they want. Then you could know what, and, what to sell. And having the product that they want to buy. You know what? A great salesperson, I think, would sell could whatever sell anything for that person, right? So you, even you, if you it's not a product right. that you sell, you say, "Hey, I think you'd really like this other thing." We don't sell it, but that's probably right for you. Yeah. And then they might. What ends up happening a lot of times, they're like, "No, I want to get something today." Like, uh-huh. well, I'm recommending this other thing, but this is the closest thing. Yeah, let me get that. All right. Well, I told you what it is. It's yours. I'm asleep really well tonight. Mm. Um, what else? What else? What else? I tried those. Uh, okay. So shout out to Reverend Slim. Thank you, Reverend Slim. He sent me four of his, four of his pioneer. Whoa, whoa. Get it right. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot which one. Shout Four of his uh, Atmos upfiring speakers, the pioneers, those old school toppers that you put on top of the. Oh yeah, I know, saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, they have the very nice of you, shape. Jeremy. Thank you. Thank oh, that you, was buddy. so cool. I was. I was thinking he's gonna send two. He sent four of them. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, he's like, I don't need this shit. Let's just. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> so the reason I was curious about him is, I've heard pretty much nothing but. Kind of not so good things about these up firing speakers and i've actually had some before but they were like some cheap onkyo ones that came up came with the home theater in the box type of deal and it was like very poorly made right who, who want an onkyo speaker really like where's that it's probably yeah, not right. good so anyway that didn't work very well anyway i got a chance to try these up firing speakers from pioneer made by andrew jones 
Mm -hmm. right? Long time ago when he was still at Pioneer. And in my living room, I have a nine foot ceiling. Yep. Flat. It, it is very convincing. So, I, you know, I was just kind of surprised. That's what I wanted to know. Could this actually work? And it, in my case, they are pretty convincing. Like, I'm amazed. Right? And I kind of feel bad that they didn't really catch on. I feel like people hate on them a lot. And I don't know if it's just these particular speakers or if all of them work well or I don't know. I haven't mm -hmm. tested other ones except for the Onkyo that was straight garbage and this one that actually works. Um, I measured them and they do something very interesting. Aaron, tell me if this makes sense or if I'm making stuff up. Oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, okay. All right, so here it is. It has a huge dip, at like huge and pretty wide dip at two kilohertz. Okay. Now we we see this kind of like in speakers, kind of often, right around yeah. that area. You see like you know BBC yeah, crossover dip, whatever, right? and all that, right? But this is like obvious. It's like this is on purpose. Like they put something there to make sure that there's this huge dip. Yeah. Um, is there anything about two kilohertz that's special? Aside from like our hearing is really good there. Talking about the head related transfer function. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe they, they, no, they, though, I, I these are the bouncers, right? They say they say that they they don't show the frequency response because they do something to make the bounce happen properly. Do you think that's part of the or mm -hmm. no? Okay. So to that, if you if you tell your your Denon or Marantz that you're using an uh whatever. Atmos enabled speaker. Yep. It will automatically try to put in this like little curve. Really? Yeah, but it's not, it's not a two kilohertz dip. It's just like a little boost around seven kilohertz and then a dip and then up again. It's not anything crazy, actually. But but two kilohertz, this is I to me, it looks like something that Andrew Jones kind of just made up. Like <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna do this thing, you know? Yeah. So with these up firing speakers, the main issue is localization because they're actually directly in front of you and you don't want it to sound like it's coming from that speaker you want it to sound like the first point the source is the reflection so you have to trick your brain into somehow thinking that it's not coming from that speaker right and so what they do is they make the speaker very uh well i guess the dispersion is very very narrow right and so it's going to hit this one spot but not get to you in front of you but the two kilohertz thing I thought was very interesting because if it is, if it does have to do with head related transfer function and is, I kind of did a little calculation and correct me if I'm wrong, but that two kilohertz corresponds to the average distance between the ears. Is that about right? Two kilohertz is that frequency? Um, I don't know. What's the average? He was totally not paying ears. attention. I Look think, at that. I think six and a half, six. <laughs> gotcha, Aaron. Yeah. Divide by seven. <laughs> what? So, so two kilohertz corresponds to that? Yeah. Okay. Seven inches is uh, 1928. 6.5 is going to be a little bit higher. All right. So, this is 2000. all 6.5. All... Okay. So, this is just all off the top of my head, just kind of seeing. Now, when we talk about, uh, you know, Phantom Center, right? The problem with stereo, we always say, is there's a two kilohertz dip caused by in interoral crosstalk cancellation right so two kilohertz also right oral inter interoral right inter inter so there has something to do with this two kilohertz thing 
where, you know, some companies seem to like to do that, <laughs> you know, put this dip over around there. And I, my theory is that because that's the distance between our ears, it's the optimal frequency for us to locate something, you know, by turning our head slightly, it's like, Oh, okay. There it is. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. So if you notch that out, it makes it much more difficult because that frequency that you would typically use is just not there. Okay. Right. And so that's what I noticed with these is it did, it did do a good job of making me not perceive it as coming from that speaker because uh, of that two kilohertz dip. Uh, I have to experiment and add it back in and see if that changes things. Cause if I add in two kilohertz and all of a sudden it's like, you know, sounds totally different. Then I know that that's what's actually happening. But uh, it's interesting. Maybe that's why companies try to do that because they want the speaker to disappear. Mm, right. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't, I don't even notice them listening to music. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> the speaker has totally like, disappeared into the room. I've heard. He Where's like Fred? Fred would like, say nah. some shit like that. Right. Totally. <laughs> he doesn't buy it. He's like, no, nah, I don't think <laughs> it works. That's okay. It's just a. It's just a theory. I have no idea. You know, that's that's part of this whole thing is experimenting, right? So I'm gonna try it and see. It might it might do absolutely nothing, but it's just very interesting that that dip is there. Yeah, yeah I don't know why it would be there. I mean, so it, it you're also basically assuming that it was done on purpose, right? Uh, if I show it to you, knowing that okay, so you just re recently made a video of a bunch of Elac speakers, right? All yeah. Andrew Jones design, right? Yeah. So that guy, I mean, he doesn't. All of a sudden, like, oh, I forgot how to make crossovers. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I guess not necessarily on purpose, but, you know, that could have been just a compromise, right? Like between where he needed to cross the tweeter over and as high as the woofer would play or something like that. Or it mm. could be a compromise of the orientation of the speaker or the, the baffle width or something like that. There could be some effect. So it could be a causality rather than um, mm -hmm. like something intentional. Speaker yeah. orientation? We're not going to yeah. start giving them pronouns, are we? Orientation. Uh, Sorry. It was a bad joke. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just I'll find it. I just got it. I'm But over that head of yours, which is looking uh, uh, full of hair, Aaron. I got it. I, I got it. It came back. I got, I got it. It didn't go too far past me. Uh, oh. I'll get back to that. I'm going to look for this measurement. <laughs> Randall's disappeared today three times. What does that even mean? He closed his eyes. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's another. So I've got, I was talking to one of my patrons earlier and he, uh, he had a good suggestion about something. And I was like, dude, that's a, that's a good suggestion. Um, like, and he said, I'd be willing to try to hunt some of this down for you if you want. And I was like, that would be awesome because I just don't have the time. I've got a list of like 30 to 40 different ideas that I've accumulated over the years. And talking about that, that's actually one of them about what Fred is saying, or you, you said about closing your eyes because like in, you know, like if you're listening at night, your music sounds like your system sounds better when it's dark. At least it, for me, like I swear, dude, like everything disappears because you're not seeing speakers. So there are no visual cues. <laughs> so everything is just wide open, wide out, dude. I just I don't know why I'm in a room listening to music. It it's is just, it's just like let's, that let's ignore the it, obvious. <laughs> in car audio, it was such a big deal that when people would get their cars, like their system judged for sound quality. We would cover them like we would cover the windshield up in something that was black, really? so you wouldn't see anything. There would be no distractions out in front of you. But then, like a year or two later, the anti 
cover your windshield movement happened. I'm serious. This is like a real thing. And people's excuse for not covering the windshield and basically like making fun of those who did was saying that, well, when you cover the windshield, you basically close in the soundstage in front of you. And so you lose that space that you would otherwise see in the set. Like, dude, uh, us audiophiles, like I've, I've been there, I've been to the mountain and I've come back down and I'm going right back up again, I'm sure at some point, but we will come up with anything that seems reasonable at the time. I'm re- being reasonable, AKA stupid. Paul, let me tell you, dude, this has been a thing since well before I even knew who Gene was. And this isn't, I'm serious. Like in car audio, it's been about 2008. People were covering up their windshield. So I, I did watch Gene's video about that. And I agreed. I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's why. Yeah, I can't find these measurements. I mean, is, is it okay to just recommend people doing some drugs to like enhance their home theater? I mean, that's, pretty, yeah, I don't know. I don't, you know, I mean, do you want, you want to go on YouTube and say that like, this is what you're putting out listen, there. Listen, that's, that's a, that's A. And B, dude, your dude's 20 years late to the party. Like, what? For you, I, by, by that metric, I'm like infinitely, <laughs> infinitely late because I've never done anything. But yeah. I, so I'm on all these meds for my back stuff. And uh, I think you guys would appreciate this. I went in, I guess it was like last Wednesday after I left my neurosurgeon and I got all my prescriptions and, and came back into work. My mm-hmm. boss was like, you know, how are you doing? And, and I was like, this is in the AM, like seven o'clock. Yeah. I'm doing all right. I was like, I, I've never been high a day in my life, never done any drugs, but I'm pretty sure I'm high right now. <laughs> I was like a muscle relaxer, nerve blocker, like, dude, you name it. I was on it, man. You know, uh, when uh, I had my Achilles reconstruction surgery and they're like, you want some happy juice? And they were like, we're going to just numb up your knee. Okay. So like you need to make sure you're on point with your, you, with your, um, medication every four hours. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. you got to stay on top of it because if you're trying to play catch up, it's going to be unbearable. Yeah. And what I noticed when I was in that state, you know, just sitting there, like, you know, uh, when you um, get hurt um, in one point on your body, it really hurts, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's what I was feeling in my ankle area, right? Because that's where they cut me open and all this stuff. But I could take that pain, this is the help with all these painkillers, and disperse it throughout my entire leg, and then I wouldn't feel anything at all. Like, there was there was this weird mind over That's some mind thing. control, dude. Yeah. I don't know about mind control, but, that's like, some, I was, I was taking the pain in the one point and just dispersing it throughout my leg. And I was okay. just like, oh. Okay. So, I'm we can pull anymore. that right back into audio. You know how yes. speakers, the cones have breakup, right? Well, some yeah. really good ones, like these texturing cones that I can pull an image <laughs> up for in a little bit, they actually will use the breakups and they'll spread them out all the way across the frequency range. Uh, you can stay on this topic go. all day if you want. I anyway. don't mind. There anyway. Anyway. Um, anyway. But um, yeah, what were we talking about? Here, I got I this one. So Chris Hamilton, frequencies below 300 hertz become omnidirectional. So isn't it 80? Well, that's not even true. It depends on the size of the speaker, the baffle uh, width, pretty much those two things. But the size, of, so omnidirectional is really based on if you just have like a small speaker, a tweeter, mm-hmm. a tweeter's mm-hmm. omnidirectional until about a one inch dome tweeter is omnidirectional until about eight kilohertz. Actually, four kilohertz, full omnidirectional, right? Really? A 15 inch woofer is full omnidirectional until about, let's say, 250. Or so. 15 inch really? yeah yeah you can do the math it's basically just take speed of sound divided uh-huh. by the diameter 
and then divide it by four. And then a quarter wavelength is omnidirectional. So, yeah. All right. Just FYI. Because I see oh. stuff like that a, a lot, you know, and it's like, it's not, that's not, I get it. I understand why people say that, but that's not entirely true. So. Mm. Mm. Closing your eyes for soundstage. We were just talking about that, right? Yeah. That's um, what we were. Uh, Master Juan, Chana, any expectations for audio advice live? So I'm actually trying to finish a new Atmos mix for to play at audio advice live. If I can finagle one of these people to play it for me. But I know SVS is going to be there. So I'm pretty sure I can have them play it. Um, but uh, it was a friend's birthday today. So, you know, they came over uh, last night. And uh, she's she's an amazing, uh, you know, piano player. Doesn't read music. Doesn't know how to. But she could just play piano and sing. Like, she's awesome. So I was like, hey, I got something new. And I was testing everything in here. And then I put it on a thumb drive. And I took it upstairs and I was just like, oh my God, this sounds awesome. And so, so I had her sit and sit down and she, she's like, she listened to it a couple of times. She's like, when I close my eyes, I can hear the music go around me so much, so much better. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I think it's because you're just not expecting it. And of course, the way I, you know, make this masterful mix, <laughs> you know, it's also helps, but um um yeah i i if if there was any expectation was a to hang out with this guy aaron if he makes it um and then uh both of you would dodge it <laughs> like i don't want to hang out with Chana. Joe's like i don't want to be there <laughs> i don't want to hang out with this guy i'm not gonna um, be there but yeah 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 hopefully you guys can hang out yeah, yeah. I'm, i know ike is gonna be there he texts me oh ike's I'll gonna be there? there ike's gonna be there yeah nice so I feel like a total like, like a you know little person that's standing next. To him. Yeah, Ike's. I remember when I met Ike, I was like, "Dang, dude!" So, yeah, I really look up to Ike. Fred says, "Chana, I just listen to your Atmos mixes and enjoy them." Awesome, Fred. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, uh if you guys have watched me do the make a at mix an Atmos stream live, that's the song. I've got it almost finished. It's uh oh I got a couple of things in there that just you know um there's a lot of things uh you know you know dynamics is a huge thing right in music mm -hmm. and in and in movies with your home theaters right you go from something very very quiet to something very very loud so uh oh Billy P Billy oh, oh, all right all right make sure to say come up and say what's up. I'll be the guy that looks like me over there. <laughs> Surprise. I look uh, like I, me. Um, I'm actually staying at the hotel. So um, oh, are you? once you guys, uh, Billy, you're in the um, after chat on Facebook, right? You guys, we should just, uh, we should hang out. Um, I, I think I get there like Thursday, five or 6 PM. Um, but anyway, uh, I did this thing where, in that song, Joe, we were just talking about this. And I totally mm. did it because I was already doing it. He's like, he, Joe's like, hey, you know, you got to give them a little bit here, give them a little bit there. And then uh -huh. they forget about it, change things up. And then all of a sudden, bam! You hit them with it, all of it. Yeah. One of those things happens. Yeah. You got to teach them. Right. So you bring in the stuff slowly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then you know what's kind of going on. If you just give it to them all at once, they're like, ah, ah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> she look like, looks like our dog Blanche. I don't, she's always confused. I don't know what's happening. Oh my gosh. I totally wanted to videotape her. She was fucking like, <laughs> when I was testing out this song, she's just, because her, her hearing is super, super sensitive. I wasn't playing loud, but like every time there's just a sound somewhere, you know, she's always like, what was that? What was that? So she's just in the middle oh. of the living room looking around like, where's this? Because the sound's coming out on these different speakers at different times. So. This, this whole oh, man, time I was trying to look for that one photo. And so I guess I just took a photo. I didn't, I didn't save it. But here's, here's that upfiring speaker. Uh-oh. Tell me if this is an accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I definitely mean, not an accident. That's wild. Yeah. That looks like it's like that's directly passive like, I'm speaker, not, right? I'm not, what's that? Passive. It's a passive speaker, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing anything crazy like that's a notch know, measuring right in front of it. Yeah, yeah I mean that notch. looks like a straight up notch filter. Mm hmm Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a concentric. Yeah. Thing. Very interesting. I mean, that doesn't look like an artifact or anything. I mean, that looks so. No, that's this so is not steep. an accident. Yeah, that looks so. This is not an accident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking yeah, like maybe. maybe it was like a dip, and it could be like a diffraction effect, you know, or something like that, you know. But seeing that, I'm that looks like a notch filter. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's exactly. wild. So this this is how they look. In case somebody's wondering, let's see, uh, something like this. Let's see. Shoot. There we go. Stop screen. Present. There it is. Those things. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, I think a four or four and a half inch, and then something like a like a half inch tweeter, like a small little tiny tweeter, concentric. Yeah. So I don't see anything there that would physically cause it just just by. Just looking at it, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with but you. That's a, that's obvious, right? So anyway, I think that it was done on purpose. Uh, hmm. I I asked Andrew Jones, but uh, you know, he's busy. Yeah, he's busy. Um, anyway, interesting stuff. What else we got here? I have. Oh, I have my review of the RSL 12s coming out. Probably tomorrow. I just got to film some more stuff. Yeah, I'll be interested to see uh, what you think of that, especially what you think of that compared to some other stuff that. You yeah, I, I do compare it to, I think the Monolith Twelve THX Twelve and like something the like new, the PB Two Thousand Pro. The new Elac. Did you get a chance to test, or were they in the same yeah, house at the same time? Or? I have the new Elac. It's just to me, they're not even the same range like the elac is a sealed sub so i feel like the elac one compares more to let's say uh the sb 3000 okay i got you, you know more of a direct competitor this is just like a huge ported sub 12 inch you. ported and they're just going like they're just making the enclosure big mm -hmm. <laughs> and saying let's see what happens yeah. who cares about the size of the enclosure yeah but yeah, well, Paul wants to know if it's going to be a fast review or speed. <laughs> is it fast like you know how fast the subwoofer? 
Oh, uh, it's a slow no. review. It's a 20 hertz review. I did say, you know, it's I did. Two count, it's not a two kilohertz review. No. I said that uh, it sounded good with m- movies and music, and it was musical. Oh, you said it was musical? Oh, that yeah, dude thousands oh, of views now. Oh, dude. Tens oh, of thousands. Musical sub, should mean? I make of that? Even, yeah. even if it's not on, it's playing something? Is that Musical what it, subwoofer. It's so yeah. musical, man. Like, it, once it knows that music is playing, it just changes gears. There's a special yeah. DSP mode that's just like gets into music it's wild, mode. ain't it? It's, it? Does it get into like party mode? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it does have a music mode, but it does something different. <laughs> even better. Oh, yeah, man. It's a cool little sub, man. I like, I like it when you see a product like this where, you know, they're really pushing the boundaries of cost. You know, because it let more people into the hobby when the price goes down. Yeah. So, so anyways, that review should coming out. Yeah, because come- because at the end of the day, you know, you go on YouTube, best subwoofer for home theater. Oh, per listen, per listen, per listen, per listen, per listen. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody sure can afford great. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. Um, yeah. Do it you want to talk good. about uh, about our our upcoming project, or should we keep that on the low? Or should we tease that, Shana? <sighs> That's up to you. If you're creeping, just don't let me know. <laughs> what? Keep it on the low. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so I uh, creep. I mean, yeah. <laughs> on the low. Down low. Uh, or Rick Ross. I get Let's it. Just say, the low. Let's just say, let's just say, you know, while all, I, and there was that big two hour long live stream to try and prove me wrong where these guys didn't prove me wrong. While all that was going on, Joe and I were hard at work doing something. So if you think we just like up and, Stopped. You got another thing coming. Anyway, that's a little teaser. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Oh, hey. I'll tell you this. If anybody's trying to catch up, they are already left in the dust, bro. Like, that's all you want. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Because, uh, I, you know, hey, this guy over here, he's a clipple master, right? But this guy over here, damn it. This other guy? Okay. This other I thought guy you had it wrong here. the first time. I, I just, I did. I just went with it. I, <laughs> I totally got it wrong. No, you had, you, you had it right, though, when you were pointing at me, but I thought you meant, you were, I was like, you're trying to be pointing at him. Okay. I totally tried to, and I fucked that up. <laughs> I just went with it. Ah, going to keep a straight face when you said it. Hey, new member, Michael Squirrels. Squires? Squires. 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 Thank you for becoming a YouTube member, Michael. We yeah, appreciate it. Join All the support the we can get. No, you're gonna have it fun. allows us to... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> anyway, but we got, we got the mad scientist here. This guy. This guy. Mr. Show and Tell. He's a... Uh, he's yeah, a man. Guy. He's a special guy. That's not, I'll tell you, he's, he's, he's a special guy. So, you know. With our powers combined. 
It's like one of those things. Captain we Planet. form like Voltron. Some Captain Planet, you know what I mean? We do your music thing. So we got we got a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I told I told Joe the other day, I was just like, all right, man, I got something for you. How do I need to deliver it to you? Spray some of those magic beans on them. <laughs> he started laughing. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Hold on. Anyway, yeah. anyway, there's something cooking. Um, so yeah, we'll I, announce. Um, we'll announce like what? We'll do a live stream or something. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a live stream on our channels, not on Daily Hi-Fi. And then, of course, you'll probably hear it on Daily Hi-Fi. Anyway, as I'm sure yeah, there's going to be a bunch up. of questions about it, but like, yeah, man. Exciting stuff. We have any uh, comments that we have not answered because that's typically oh, I what we do towards the end. Mr. Window. Uh, I have the Apple. I have the Apple TV with the black uh, with the touch remote. I just want the newer one. You know, you can buy it separately. You don't have to buy a whole new Apple TV. You can just buy the remote. And then um, Function One Hundred One also has a remote. It's like thirty bucks for the Apple okay. TV. You can check it out. I have that as well. Mm. Uh-huh. Um. Hey guys, I've always been fixed to the THX 80 hertz crossover for my Infinity speakers until Dirac Live on the RZ50 set it to 70, which I'm finding is a bit smoother. What do you guys use? I use, uh, depends on the room. So I find that sometimes it's better to cross over at 60, usually, usually around 80. Like 80 is a safe bet. You know, um, could be 40, depending, right? So if I have some floor standing speakers and they handle 40 hertz, no problem. I could try 40, but typically 60, 60, 80. Um, yeah, I think it's a safe bet. If you have some uh, small height speakers, though, they might not mm-hmm. like 80 yeah. at reference mm-hmm. volume. You may have to say, I'll, I'll let those do 120, you know, so... Play some test tones. You know, we have test tones on our toolkit where it just tries to test the crossover. Or we mm-hmm. just say, all right, turn off all the crossovers for every speaker. Yep. Turn off your subwoofer. Play. Make yep. everything full range. Yep. Play this thing and it's going to go down in frequency, right? And don't go crazy. Like, be safe, right? Don't blow up your speaker. But it'll play these different test tones and listen to your height speaker. So it'll play each one individually. And listen... For bad noises, you know, if it plays 80 hertz and it's a making some bad noises, probably not a good crossover point. Probably want to go a little higher than that. Yep. So listen to a loud volume, though, you know, somewhere closer to reference, I would say. But don't also, also don't blow up your speaker. So it's a good way to just test it out and see. Get right in between there. Yeah, get find a point where. It sounds like the speaker is comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And normally, you know, like all, all these speakers have a natural roll off, right? So you can kind of hear it once it's getting to the like, um, I know with my focals in the front, right? I hear I hear them at 80, I hear them at 60, hear them a little less at 40, you know, 50, hear them a little less at 40, barely hear them at 32, you yeah. know, like. You know, that's that's the kind of thing. So whichever one, you know, as as you hear more higher volume, then it doesn't make any weird noises, right? Mm-hmm. Rattles or anything like that, then you're probably safe. 
you know, it's interesting also, sometimes it's not even distortion from the speaker itself, but let's say if you have some wall mounted height speakers or some ceiling speakers, sometimes it's the mount that can vibrate. Yeah. I get and that. So, yeah. I get do. that at a hundred on the Focals because, and so it's also a plastic enclosure. So it's not the speaker. Uh, I can hear the plastic rattling. I was like, oh, oh okay. that sucks. That yeah. sucks. You know, blue tack that whole thing up there. <laughs> blue tack the entire speaker. Blue tack Take it apart and blue tack the whole interior. That's right. That's hey, thing. one of the things I like that you, I don't know if you used to do it before, but Aaron, you've been doing this thing where you'll show, I think it's the compression or distortion. I think compression. And then you show it with an 80 hertz crossover and it shows yeah. like what the difference is when you apply that. I'm like, oh, that's, right. I like that. I yeah. really get to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's for the uh, the multi-tone stuff, just to show, like, because um, I think, like, I, like I said, I didn't know that for the longest time that the driver, like the mechanics of the driver, the motor, the inductance, the suspension, those have effects beyond just the low frequency if you're using, like, for bass, you know? So those distortion effects can creep up into the mid-range. So that's why I do that, you know? So what you'll, what I expect to see is if it's a, if it's a speaker that uses a good driver, mm. um, well, I guess it's kind of double-sided. There's a couple different things there. One thought is that if it's using a good driver, then the mid-range distortion shouldn't really be affected too much by the uh, by the bass, right? So if I cut the bass off, that mid-range distortion should pretty much stay where it was before. It shouldn't change a lot. But if it changes a lot, then that indicates that that driver probably has some kind of uh, distortion artifacts from the motor structure or something along those lines. So it's just neat to kind of see it isn't it's every once in a while, I'll come across one that where it makes a, a noticeable difference, mm -hmm. like a big, big difference. Most of the time it's, it's not a huge, at least in my, my mind, it's not a huge, huge difference. It's still a difference, but mm. I don't know. I think it's just because I've said before, like, you know, if you cross over 80 Hertz, you'll find that you can play your speakers typically louder than than if you don't cross them over. But yeah. and that might not be true in every single case. Right? It could be that you're reaching some kind of limit with, I don't know, physically, the tweeter is hitting limit. its limit. Maybe, yeah. maybe the crossover. Like, in your experience, what is the thing that typically goes out, I guess? What, what gives up first? <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, most of my, when I blow something up, most of the time it's an active system and it would be the tweeter. Um, sometimes though, it's the woofer, you know? So it just depends. Some of these circuits, you know, passive circuits, they mm -hmm. really do a good job of limiting the voltage to the tweeter. Um, mm -hmm. But you can still fry the voice coil of the woofer just by giving it too much power for too long. So it's not it's not the crossover because I hear some folks that are all about the components of the crossover is that a factor sometimes like the distortion is actually coming from the crossover network? Is that possible? Or? Yeah, no, I think it's possible. I, I would not rule that out, mm -hmm. but, uh, and if you look at my compression test, I think there's probably some data that hints at that on a, oh, on a wow. number of speakers that I've measured where you can see the, maybe like compression increases somewhere. That's not necessarily just the tweeter, right? Like I can't, Let's say if the crossover on the tweeter is three kilohertz, yeah. um, but I see a lot of compression show up at like one kilohertz, then it could be something with the tweeter depending on the crossover slope. 
mm-hmm. or it could be the woofer. Uh, but other times I'm like, I wonder if it's the crossover network, you know, like, but that's an unanswerable thing because how do you, like, I want to test something like that. How do you do it? Well, the only way you can do it is to build two different crossovers, one with like junky parts, right? With like 10% tolerances and then maybe another one with 1% tolerances. And you're assuming that the one with 1% tolerance is quote, a better uh-huh. part and then test them and see if you get a difference. But I haven't done that yet, and I don't know if I ever will. But it is that's another one of those 30 to 40 different ideas that I want to do one of these days. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. You know, just yeah. replacing the crossover components, keeping all the values the same except, you know, higher quality yeah. components, and seeing if it shows up in the measurements. Because that yeah. might it might just it be might. something that actually does. I'm wondering if you could kind of do one that's like, Here's the passive one, and then the other one is an active crossover. I don't know if that would work or if it would be too hard to replicate the crossover network exactly. All right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you would have to build two identical ones, right? But, I mean, one oh. one being active. Oh, so, yeah. No, you could do that. It's just like I'm just going to replicate what it's trying to do. Yeah, see you could do that. To do. I'll just do it mm-hmm. uh, using digital signal processing and then see. I'm just curious. That's yeah. that would be an interesting one to see if crossover components can make a significant difference. I mean, hey Joe, remember um, we uh, when you had your shop and we had our sit down conversation. You're like, yeah, what if we do? You know, we have these expensive speaker cables going from the amp or the receiver, or whatever, to the speaker. Uh-huh. Uh, what about the cables inside the speaker? They're just <laughs> are they just yeah, they're <laughs> lamp cord. Like all cheap, <laughs> cheap cables within the. So speaker. so, what if what what if we were to use all these fancy schmancy components? Would that actually show up in the measurement? Other oh, than the like, he you know, audio file. Oh my god, I hear angels. Yeah, now because they yeah. do like some of these components, they do have uh, like power limits. Sure, right? they they say okay, this is good up to this amount of power, and I think it might be possible to be pushing one to its limit like you could just go cheap with it and it's like really i don't know can those things can get pretty hot too is that possible yeah for them to get yeah yeah i mean you can mess up capacitors and things like that too i mean so that's that frankly that's kind of out of my when you start talking about actual individual components that's out of mm-hmm. my element yeah uh, but it is something i've been curious about and i've got I've got so many things that i want to try to make a video on one day but i'm like how do you do that you know like cuz i want to be you know, as solid as I can, other than just being, I think, blah, blah, blah. But one example that I do remember was the, one of the monoprice THX speakers, their center mm-hmm. channel, and their like mini monitor. I remember seeing some stuff going on in that crossover region. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I wonder if that's the crossover, you know? And then other times what I'll see is uh, if you go and look at the CEA data and you find resonances from an enclosure, mm-hmm. and then you go and look at the compression distortion data, you can see most of the time where those resonances will show up in that data as well. So you'll get compression at a resonance. Like an enclosure resonance will have compression. It's wild, dude. That's stuff like, as I do more of these things and I start noticing and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, like, so. Yeah. You know what I'd be interested in? That's what I was wondering. Oh, what's up? I'd be interested in, you know, how many years have you been measuring speakers on this clipple, Aaron? About three, maybe, give or take. All right. All right. Let's get a couple more years in. Oh, yeah. And then uh, 
you notice all these weird things. Yeah. Right. I want to see Aaron design a speaker where yeah, all those weird, ano- uh, weird anomalies don't occur. Yeah. I've done that. I can't, I can't do that. You can't do that. Come on. I mean, I've done my own, but I believe in you, bro. I can. It takes time. And I don't really want to do that. I, let's try to guess. I, I want to guess what it would look like. Or I don't even know. I don't even know where I'd start. So there's a guy out in Texas who um, he's offered to basically like go go in with me and let me. Just, and I've told him I was like, I, it wouldn't want to be. It's not anything that I would sell as a product. Like number one, because that's not. I don't want to do that because then that's like a conflict of interest. You know, like I'm selling something that I've designed and then I'm supposed to be out here reviewing other stuff. Like eh, I don't want to do that. But I wouldn't I, buy it, but I would review it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Dude, I, I send you one for free. If yeah. you've seen that 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 documentary thing on Horatio Pagani, he he I didn't know. want to sell the thing. He did, he didn't care how much it cost. He just made it. Yeah, just made it. That's what he I'm just saying. Made it. So, so this guy out in Texas was like, "Yeah, I'll help you. I'll do all the woodwork. I'll you know, I'll we'll just go back and forth between the design. You tell me what tweaks need to be made in the crossover, and he's like, I'll take the work off of your off of your table. You design it, and I'll build it." Wow. And then we'll post what, what would that look there. like? I don't know, man. Like part of me wants to do a wave god, part of me wants to do like a coaxial, you know. Part of me would love to play around with like a true omnidirectional speaker just for fun. The other thing that I really would want to do, and I actually talked to one of the engineers for Bose. He messaged me on LinkedIn. He found me after he saw my Bose 901 video. Um, Not and, Bose. And, yeah, for real. He's <laughs> one of the dudes who actually designed one of the 901 uh series. Mm. And he was like, first of all, like I really appreciate all this data that you put out there. And then he started talking about ideas that he had. So we bounced that idea around about making like a revised one, you know? Yeah. And so that would be awesome, but it's man, it's time, you know, it's just, that's the one thing I don't have as much of that. I wish I did. Here's what I'd love to see is I would love to see you come out with a speaker that you sell and then just trash it. Like not trash it, but like say all the, all the things that are bad about it. Yeah. With the clip, we'll just say like, dude, here are all the imperfections. Yeah. And just be like, yeah. so where, what you, I'm so showing you the data. And be like, and it's a hundred bucks. So kiss <laughs> <laughs> my butt. <laughs> yeah. Who here would buy one of Aaron's speakers Nobody. and still trust him to review other products? I would. I don't think there's I don't think there's an issue at all. Because it depends on the person, right? Yeah. There could be guy, some reviewers where I'll be like, uh, I don't already, I don't trust you already. So you have this product to sell. I really don't <laughs> you, trust you. Like I feel like everything's you are questionable good. already. <laughs> I want to be known as the guy who's questionable, honestly. Like what I'm trying to do is build up my <laughs> reputation so I can tear it right back down. Like that's really what I'm working toward. Oh I would do it. I would have no problem. I don't think and I just don't saying, think most hey, people would care, honestly. It's just for for me, like. I'm fine doing what I'm doing. And and if I ever did something like that, it would probably be, you know, free plans. I, I've worked with one of the guys on DIY audio to measure some stuff and uh, he posted mm-hmm. the plans out there. And then there's another guy that does some waveguides, like 3d printed waveguides. It's just crazy good stuff, man. So I, like I've made the offer, send mm-hmm. me stuff and I'll measure it for you. And you know, I, as long as I'm not being used for my measurements to make money for somebody else, I'm okay. Like if it's an open plan, like let's go. Like that's cool. He's being used for his measurements. Yeah. (laughs) Um. All right. So this is, I think Aaron's speaker, like his ideal speaker. Would would you use that one with the weird surround? The purify. 
Yeah. Whew, I don't know, I man. I'd have to think about it. Please you know, don't like, speak your tongue. They've, they've got a 10 inch. Look standpoint. Oh, I hate the way that thing looks. They've got a, they've got a 10 inch version of that. That's pretty dang <laughs> oh, cool. Dude, dude, imagine, cool. imagine using uh, a big, a little, making an MTM with a waveguide of that sucker, like vertically. We get Vert- vertical waveguide. You know what? Vertic- Where vertical waveguide going the other way? Like if you're doing a oh no, I mean uh, a, I mean a vertical MTM. Sorry, okay. not like I, a so ten inch waveguide, ten inch. But that had to be one. It had to be a compression driver. I don't think there's any way you could do two tens stacked up like that because you're talking at least. I mean, you'd be barely skating by with a 500 hertz crossover, and probably barely. Mm. So. Yeah, if you use that thing, I would like to see like maybe dual opposing and cover oh. those things, please. Like I never want to see that speaker. Like I, just <laughs> I never swear to God, to I please, swear no, to God. No. Listen, last last night or two nights ago, I, so I'm trying to like get up parts for a car audio build, and mm-hmm. I was thinking like, man, do I want to go with the mid base under the seat because there's enough seat or space beneath the seat to build small enclosures for eights and maybe even a shallow ten inch subwoofer. Or, you know, do I, I'm probably going to wind up going to the doors. And so I've got these eights that'll fit. And then I was like, you know, it'd be cool as if I did dual oppose and then had the other eight sticking out of the door. Like, and I was like, well, no, that would look like janky. Like when you open it, you see a big old magnet. But dude, it would cut down on all that. And then I started thinking, well, how do you even do that? You basically like have to cut into the door, right? Or the plastic piece comes off and you like mount it from the inside and then mount it together on the outside. So anyway, but yeah, it's funny you say that because I was literally thinking that two nights ago. All right. So, yeah, I think you'd probably go with uh, some kind of concentric. I would have, I would guess some kind of concentric. And then it'd Maybe. have to be, you know, some nice driver, you know. Maybe. Uh, Scan, ScanSpeak or well, what's another good good brand? ScanSpeak, I, Satori, uh, Purify stuff. Uh, SB Acoustics makes mostly good stuff. Uh, Blizma, B L I E S M A. Yeah. Oh, the heavy hit Accuton, but Accuton's crazy expensive. So, what's the one from uh, like Denmark? So, I mean, Scanspeak, I think, is Denmark as well. Seos, see, yeah, I don't know. I think you'd have some kind of cool driver in there. And what would the shape of the the enclosure look like? Would it would it look like a a ball enclosure? That's what I want. No diffraction, just a big sphere, not like the vase one that um, what's his name makes. Looks like a vase. Oh, uh, you talking about Lawrence Dickey's design? Yeah. The 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 looks like a vase. Visa, Gaia, what's the name? Vivid Vivid Audio. Yep. The dude that made the BMW, the yeah. Nautilus. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking so of which, I can't get them huh? to return an email for the life of me. Yeah, I could probably go to their headquarters like bloody and bruised and be like, let me in. I need help. And they just like wouldn't yeah. even look at me because I can't get an email return from that company. You, you gotta life. like jokingly uh put like a um, you know works with dolby pro logic like on the speaker or the box <laughs> you know what? <laughs> or in the ad <laughs> certified uh, dolby pro logic <laughs> so i send it to thx and get a certification for it yeah i, I think Aaron, you can get Aaron, away doing a, a spherical shape without using mdf you know like you don't have to go crazy and try to make it out of wood like you know what i mean because of course that's going to be where the cost would come from is trying to make it out of wood yeah like this just the fact that it's a sphere i think already strengthens it yeah for sure you know so then the, Which, uh, the, they're like okay so that's one of those when you go to lowe's and you got like all right i got this idea what do they sell that i can use to make it that's what you'd have to do two ikea bowls 
Two IKEA bowls glued together. That's it. Done. Oh, and you can mount the speaker from the inside so there's no flange or anything like that on the outside. I've already thought of it. That's why I know. Two there IKEA you go, bowls. man. They're, they're made out of wood, too. Uh, you know, it would fit. I yeah. like it. Oh, I mean, I think you should do something. I, I think it would be awesome. I don't know, man. I think the, the point of all this is to have fun, right? Yeah. And I think too many people get caught up in the fact that this is like a YouTube thing. It doesn't have to be YouTube. It's If you're into audio, you're into audio, right? This could be an outlet like where we talk about audio and, you know, we do these things. But it doesn't mean you can't do other things. You're not restricted. There's no rule that says if you're a YouTuber, you can't do anything else. <laughs> you can't do anything else. Who said uh, that? Yeah, Who made as soon as I started making YouTube videos and I got this plaque, I had to stop DJing. Like, just, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. The forces that be. Stop Thank there. God, I've heard you DJ. Ah. Saving the world by doing that. Conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess no, maybe not so much a conflict. It's just kind of like, well, and then you know, to build a speaker takes a lot of freaking time, dude. Like yep. the builds, and I hate MDF. I hate it. I'm actually excited to do my car install. I'm like, I don't want no part of that anymore. Fiberglass. You already told me you know how to. Yeah, and I hate that too. <laughs> I hate it. Ah. <laughs> I suck at it. I'm not good at it. And I I don't want to say like give up on things that you're not good at. But let's just be real. If you're not good at it, just don't do it. Find somebody that's better at it and pay them. 3D print the spheres? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. the 3D print? Yeah. Is that unique though? Because I'm I'm willing to bet somebody's probably already done that. Now, I've reviewed a 3D printed speaker already, and then there's a guy who makes 3D printed drive units. So see this this is 3D printed. Yeah, mm. you know what this is? That's a hamster wheel. Joe Joe knows what this is. Oh, it's a it focus looks like ring. A focus, yeah, focus. Gears. Looks like a focus ring to me. Yep, it's a focus. Oh, I nailed it. For, yeah, yeah. Pre-made so, uh, three, 3D printing is the wave of the future. Uh, idea bowls. Listen, uh, pre-made disco balls. <laughs> I like this suggestion. Oh man! Hold on. Here we go. Present. Here, you see, IKEA bowls. Cool. Yeah. yeah. See, somebody's done it. Boom, boom, boom. Set. I'm okay with that. That's what I'm talking about. Just a proof of con proof of concept. Those are all like full range. You get to stack a couple of them up. Whoa. So for a, for a woofer, you don't need a bowl, but for the mid and tweeter, you would. That would be an interesting sub, actually. If you could make a, a spherical sub, it's kind of like, it would, I wonder if it, people would go for it. It doesn't need to be spherical it, at all. I think it'd have to be pretty darn big, though. I yeah, mean, it'd just, be big. <laughs> you need the airspace. I mean, that'd be a big old, you'd be walking around with a boulder, like, like, oh, I gotta move this Fred. thing. Fred says yeah, a pair of ball speakers and a cylinder shaped subwoofer. There you go. There you go. There you go. I don't know. Nobody, I haven't seen a, a spherical subwoofer yet. Could be a could be a thing where maybe you don't mind seeing a weird looking like orange or make it like some kind of crazy color. Yeah. I can imagine it next to some kind of bean bag it'll, or something. Yeah, it'll be like it'll be like that sing, the sing cell the sing, or oh, whatever. It'll there you be go. Like that. The sing, yeah, we don't mind looking at that thing. Anyway, what else? Any any other chats? We got some new members in, so that's awesome. To see some of you guys. Ohm Audio Channel, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Um. 
own channel says uh hexy bass yeah that guy's pretty cool i've seen some of his videos i haven't watched any of his in a long time but i used to watch him he did some yeah, pretty crazy stuff like the smallest little subwoofer transmission line 3d printed design thing yeah the way he talks about um uh, crossovers and and you know acoustics makes me feel dumb actually yeah I don't, when it comes to he just comes things. out like as if it's like easy yeah i'm like i would have to I'd have to think about that for a while. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly yeah, all those said. like different order enclosures, like he's saying here, I don't like, I never got any, any of that stuff. So I don't have a clue, man. I bet yeah. That yeah, he's on the next, he's on another level. I like that guy. Um, Except for the fact that he makes me feel dumb. Let's see. Is that covered in this book? Yeah. The only thing is that like, do I need that book? Do I need, I, I think uh, you do. I'm going to make a video about, like my three favorite books and this is this is one this is one of them and this one is oh, like this was one. my bible i bought this in 2010 wow. or so when testing. i started testing drivers wow that thing is wow. awesome let's see here so, vented low box alignments transmission line passive radiator low frequency i mean vance dickinson has everything ah. that anybody could ever want there it is. Team up with Joe and make a bean-shaped bean shaped speaker. <laughs> That's what's up. So here's a question. And make sure it's bald too. <laughs> for that, uh, for that, uh, what is it? What is that other one that you showed? Cookbooks. This one, John. There we go. Yeah, I see it. Uh, we all saw yeah. there. So, what's something that you think that I could take away from that as somebody who's a reviewer of speakers, but just interested in audio, right? So I'm not really interested in making speakers yeah. at the moment. I've, I've no, done it before. Sure. But like, what's something that you think I could be like, oh man, that's that's kind of... Oh, I mean, cool. I just open it up. So here, is this like copyright stuff? You uh, can't yeah. see the details, but yeah, these are all sorts of simulations for uh, cabinet diffraction. So like if you mount a tweeter and on at this point on the cabinet, or if you mount it over here, if you mount it over here, like how symmetry of cabinets matter, you know, vertically and horizontally and offsets will help smooth diffraction. But then I have certain concerns with offsets and just all sorts of stuff. Enclosure shape and standing waves. I mean, Linton stuff like this. If you're like really getting into reviewing speakers, this stuff is really helpful to, to have an understanding. Cause then you're not just, you have a better understanding of why something may be doing what it's doing. And a matter of fact, I really need to go back there and read this one myself, but Joe, I will tell you, man, this one probably isn't but like 30 bucks on Amazon. Testing okay. Loudspeakers by Joseph Diapolito. Okay. Um, that one's a really good one to have because it talks about... That's where I learned that you can find resonances in an enclosure just by looking at the impedance blip, right? Like, I didn't have a clue that you could do that. And then I picked up the book and there was like, yeah, just measure the impedance. And I was like, oh, that's super easy. So, okay, so this one's 45 bucks. Okay. All right. The other one is, is, is a little rough, though. I have it in my cart. It's like 150 bucks or something it's like that. Kinda, it's kind of tough, man. It's, it's, that's it's rough for a book, book, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I'm wondering I, if they'll come out with a paper copy. I think Vance may have said something in his email about it. I, I would love it. for them to actually, no joke, come out with one that's a Kindle version. Yeah. Not not because like I need to like save so much money. No, I know why, uh, yeah. If it was the same price... 
it's just that I can easily reference it and like do a search. You can search, find yeah, it. There's a lot of easy, you know. Yeah. And I I read in bed. I'm not gonna look at that thing. Either yeah. I'm gonna be reading in bed with that, and then what? I'm gonna have to have a light on. Big book, yeah. straight up textbook. Come on. So I would love thick. to just read it's it on. Thick. Read on. You know. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Maybe that's something that they'll consider doing at some point. Look, this is his new chapter where he's building a, a hybrid loudspeaker. It's like a passive and active speaker. Have you read the chapter on uh, DSP? Because I'm pretty sure that's the re that's the main reason why I would buy that one versus versus the older version is because they have some new stuff about DSP room calibration. Oh no, I haven't. I have not. But look, we were talking about smart last week. Look, there's a graphic. He's talking about smart in here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, everything that you could ever want to know. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. I couldn't imagine having that kind of knowledge all in one place in my head. You know, like. Blows Books like that keep me awake. It's the opposite for me. I, I I read to fall asleep. Out. Yeah. I'll be reading that stuff and uh, dreaming about it. All right. I can dream about you. One of the questions that I see here. Uh, if you guys are interested in some of our merch, we have some at shop.dailyhifi.com. And we have an audio-only version of the podcast at anchor.fm forward slash daily hi-fi. Chana hates this particular thing because he says I should copy and paste it into the into the chat. But this is, you know, how you become a member like some of the folks did today. Yeah. And uh, we have an after show where we just kind of chat. We have a, uh, what is it, a Facebook Messenger group mm-hmm. specifically for members. So we just have fun. You know, that messenger group blows yeah, up. It's, it's not always about yeah. audio. But I have to put you all on mute, man. I'm like, I'm trying to work here. That's why I didn't invite you initially. I'm like, mm, I don't know if he's going to like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he keeps saying, Aaron. I'm yeah, like, hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, invite about you Aaron? initially. No, I, I told you. I told Jerk. you in our other chat. I said, hey, we started a group. It's probably going to be a lot of talking. And I don't know. You might be too busy. So it's up to you. Well, it's really i mean it's okay you know the problem with like being in big groups like that is mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know different conversations going on and, and it's yeah. hard to keep up with what's what and you want to be involved with them and stuff but like with this one it's super easy because fred and paul pretty much are the only ones talking and they dominate all conversations so nobody <laughs> else has to say anything so <laughs> i hope they're listening i know uh, paul is that's why i said it mm-hmm yeah, man. Actually, it's not that bad. It's a good group of dudes, and uh, you know, yeah, some it's guys that I would love to just hang out with at some point if we could all get together and hang out. I think we'd have a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Hey, Jamaica Social is trying to tell you about a uh, sphere-ish um, subwoofer shape from Bowers and Wilkins called the PV1D. PV1D. Just yeah. PV1D Bowers. Where is Fred anyway? So Paul, Paul chimed in. Where's Fred? I know Fred says I can't hear you. Yeah, I bet. That's a no nice. <laughs> there they are. All right, that's a no nice. <laughs> it's a no. Okay, okay, Mario. <laughs> oh, I see it. I see the little sub Woo! right here. You put it up. I see it. Uh, is it spherical? How old is this thing? Two thousand bucks. Dang. All right. Here. Present. 
window. Boom. There. Mm. Oh, I've seen this. I've never yeah. seen that. I don't. I don't yeah. believe. Oh, Kale Media has this. That's where I've seen this. What is that? Is that like an eight or a ten? It's a four, four and a half. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It could be actually. <laughs> I'm, like just a stick or I'm just kidding. I just kidding. I don't know. All it right. Just be a there, it is. there it is. So is that still made? Uh, that's fine if you don't you don't have to find well, it. All, a bunch stuff. of them say out of stock, so I kind yeah. of assume maybe not. Joe, did you ever get the Kef subwoofers? Mm-hmm. Well, just the KC62. Okay. I, I sent them yeah. an email today saying that they would be willing to loan me one of their two or both of those smaller ones. Cause yeah, man. Kind of interesting. You know, my expectations I'll- were like come on what are you gonna do with these tiny little dual posing but uh it's kef let's just say that mm. kef yeah. they they do their thing they do their thing and okay. it, do it. it's, it's almost like a little miracle that it does what it does uh-huh but of well, course they're using a lot of dsp you know yeah Some smart dsp tricks i won't be able to do any uh cea 2010 testing but i could still like get some frequency response and just play around in my room like i've kind of admitted to myself that like you know, everything that I do is pretty much objectively based. So I think it's okay every once in a while if I don't do a full-on objective-only review. Um, I I would say I say that's fair because typically I I'm like, if you want some CEA 2010 measurements, check out my buddy Aaron's because I'm like I'm not gonna do that. I don't want to. I'm do not that gonna anymore. go take it out. So you know what I've been doing? I just play the thing super loud, like to the point where like that's the max as it goes. Yeah. And I play different tones. I'm like, when does it make some bad noises? And if it never makes bad noises, I'm like, well, it's good to go. As loud as you want it to go, you know, it's, you know, and then I guess I'd have to measure how loud that actually is at a distance. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of obvious. Some speakers just really like they start making bad noises at high volumes and you don't like that. Right. And so that's, Hello, that's all there no is. Risk. A lot Hello. of these things, though, they, they do dynamic stuff, though, which gets tricky. Yeah. I figure what I'll do is like, like limit it. I'll test it at a couple, well, not a couple, but like sweep it over a few different volume steps and, uh-huh. you know, just see what's going on there. And then you can say, all right, see where the compression is. That's the interesting thing about that one uh, Kef KC62 mm-hmm. is as you get louder, you see the 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 low oh, frequency the low just start to. Yeah, yeah. Like everything else gets loud, but the low frequency stays uh-huh. exactly where it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to join the after show because I want to yeah. hang out with these guys. And uh, I'm sure, you know, you guys are all like uh, old men over there, all injured. I better I better not say anything. <laughs> Why'd you better watch your ass? Yeah, you're, yeah, exactly, man. I'm about to have to go massage Ding. my butt. <laughs> all right, man. Well. Good talking as always, That's and right. uh, check out check out some of Aaron's new videos because he's got some he's got some uh, some awesome new videos. He's got some bangers. Elac, he's got bangers. What else? Comparing the Elac, what else? Um, what's the uh, what's the other recent one? Like um, a seven under twenty five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. that was a nice one. Um, and Chana, what did you? What's your most recent video, or what you coming out with? Soon, I think the most recent one was the Magnetar video, the Blu-ray okay. player. Yeah. Okay. So. What's coming up next? Uh, well, I was planning on doing that um, Sony one. Sony one. 
the Sony receiver. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, let's do let, let me well shoot, I'm gonna be busy this whole month doing magic bean stuff, Sorry. doing all that, blah blah blah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm gonna be that busy. But I was gonna say I would love to collab on you uh, on that and see like what we could do with a calibration and see if it see if it's yeah. any good. Like do some testing yeah, with a toolkit and see like is it actually doing some kind of remapping like the Trinon? <laughs> is it really yeah. doing that? I would love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I was going to, like I said, I was going to do it, but it's been pushed back and pushed back because there's too many other things on the plate. And I'm pretty sure... Oh, yeah, I'm out of town for the next... Like, in and out of town for the next couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah. Live stream at all? You going to live stream? No? Live stream what? I don't know. Any of the events that you're going to go to? Oh, I actually talked about filming at that Sweetwater thing, and uh, apparently the song that they're going to be using during the thing is not released, so we can't. Okay. I can only take B-roll. I can't have any audio um, in that situation. Um, As far as Audio Advice Live, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to set up what I'm going to bring as far as filming equipment and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing and see if I want to do a vlog or I don't know. I'm just kind of up in the air because no matter where I go, I got to bring this thing with me. (laughs) So don't uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, All this stuff to to prepare and plan for. But yeah. um, And um, yeah, I'd be curious to see what happens. Uh, you should you yeah. should ask audio advice if it would be cool if you backpack it. Just just load up a backpack full of like spatial toolkits and say like, if you see me, and have you know, like a up. have your square reader ready. No. Oh, I'll bring some, but not like. <laughs> All right, crazy with it. I, I'd be I'd be very curious if you know some of these guys would let me actually like test these speakers because there's some awesome speakers. All right, let's test it. Yeah. Yeah. Do we need these subwoofers on these big two hundred thirty thousand dollar focals? Do we really need buy subwoofers on top of that? Dude, Let's just see how the low they go. Like, walking in with like a with a U drive. Just, just measuring. Walk into a room to start measuring. I'll be over here with my U mic going like this, swinging it around <laughs> like a helicopter, North Carolina. <laughs> that fits because we're going to be in North Carolina. I didn't even think about it. Go on, wow. raise the uh, take your shirt off or take your microphones out, swinging around your head, waving like could, a helicopter. I can imagine that being a thing though. Like I would be that dude. I'd walk in with a U mic and uh just start measuring some stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. Sir, 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 you can't do that in here. Yeah. No. You cannot yeah. stop you right away. You I was planning on going that. and uh taking my clipper with me. Like, you know, because I can't do anything without measurements. So I don't have ears. I just measure everything. Oh man! This anyway. is an audio show where we show we'll you, show, show you we'll audio. Show it yeah, to you. I'm gonna show you a microphone attached to a clipple. How about that? There you go. They like dirty. dirty. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll show you. I got a long boom with that microphone attached to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Later. We're done. This We're is done. for this is after show stuff, you guys. Uh, thank you for <laughs> hanging out. This is the daily hi fi podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you become a member of the channel, you are invited to the after show, which we'll be jumping in for a little bit. And so sometimes, you know, Joe till like midnight. I don't know. 
I stay in true. Very long. That is yeah. true. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, on behalf of Aaron, myself, and Joe, we will see you all next week. See y'all. See ya. Have a good one.